Alright, this is Season 2, Episode 3, which means it's for overall Episode 9, I think, I don't know. What? Well, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, DNG Podcast, Grandland Dominique, back again for another episode, Season 2, Episode 3, uh-huh, uh-huh. and... Dominique brought a very interesting topic wait, wait before minute, we decided minute, be, be, to record. Wait a minute, before you do that, I gotta introduce myself. You ready? What up, y'all? It's the black, 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 black part of DG podcast. It's Dominique. That'd be funny if it don't. <laughs> Cool. You're gonna be drove as hell and find out it didn't even record that good on there. I will laugh my ass away next time. You cut me off. No more introduction. Hey. 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 B. Uh, C. Uh, yeah. D. Anyways. Okay, now go we on were... with the topic. Hi, y'all. Anyways, as we were going. <laughs> Into it, Dominique brought up a very interesting topic, and before she even went on her blackity black, 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 <laughs> I was going to go ahead and segue into her topic to allow her to go ahead and say it. So, babe, what was it? Uh, tell us what happened that brought this interesting topic up this evening. Okay, so my daughter and I went to the store to grab some little pre-made salad bags, and as we came out the store, there was these, there was this couple in this nice bins, I think. And the they didn't know how to use the drop top part, so they were trying to get attention. And they said, "Hey, you want to buy a CD?" And I said, "No, no, thank you." Well, you want to donate then? And first off, ain't you stunned in the Mercedes Benz? What you need me to donate for? I said, "No, thank you." I said it politely. Why you got to be like, oh, "Well, you want to donate then?" No. And in this day and age, who the hell still listen to CDs? I know I don't have many. I actually have some still in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need them to step the digital game up, but it posed me to ask the question. I thought about it on the way home. I said, "Well, we should do a podcast." I wanted to ask Graylin since we are blackity black, 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 black power right now. Does that mean that you really want to patronize each and every black-owned business? And, you know, and that's that's an interesting scenario because, again, you know, we do want to support our people. We we do want to encourage and empower them. But when is it empowering and when is it just enabling? And, okay, I feel you. That's a good – now, I like that. Now, when I want, what I want us to do is go through, and I want you to go ahead and we're going to answer your question, and then I want to understand if we do decide to patronize, or if we don't, why or why not? All right. All right, let's get to it. So, I said no to the proposition to patronize this young black stunting couple. Uh, one, we're in the mid- middle of the pandemic still. And they all out here with no masks on, no nothing. They living life reckless. They YOLOing. I ain't down for that because I got to protect myself and my family. So that was one for me. And two, I get it. That's the way that you tried to advertise. But like I said, we're in the, in the prime of technology. Handing out CDs ain't going to do it. No. So the presentation lacked for me. I wasn't that interested in it. Plus, I'm with my nine-year-old daughter 
I'm not finna pop that in and be bumping it right there. No, I don't want her hearing that shit. I don't know what the fuck you talking about, but from this Mercedes Benz that you don't out of work, I'm pretty sure it's not talking about dandelions and rainbows. No, I heard a song about that. <laughs> I said, ra- you said rainbows. I'm talking about rainbows. <laughs> it's been a long day, ladies and gentlemen, so forgive me. Oh, but I did decline, and I did not feel like... Um, me donating or purchasing would have um, been a been a benefit for them because I felt like just based off of the presentation and the motivation behind, because once I said no, the female said, well, then you want to donate then? And I said, no, thank you. And she was upset. But being that I decided to decline to patronize you does not mean that you should be angry with me. Right. You know, that's the part where I feel like it becomes enabling. You know, we're screaming, let's let's buy black, which I'm all down for. But if I do decline to purchase anything from you, you can't get mad at me. Just like you wouldn't get mad if a white person decided to not purchase anything from you. Right, because you... Because I've made it no secret that I do photography, right? And, you know, and I've put it out there that, you know, I do offer services. You know, I'm willing to come out and do weddings, events, you know, even some mm-hmm. self-portraits and stuff. Somebody's trying to message me while I'm doing stuff. <laughs> Get that out of there. Um, and, you know, and when I sit down with people and we talk it out and everything and they decide that they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, or they may go elsewhere for their services, mm-hmm. you know. It would be easy to get mad, especially because, you know, we spent time talking about it. You know, time is like one of the most important resources that we have. Like, Mm -hmm. it's more valuable than money, more valuable than anything else. Because once you lose time, you don't get that back. Right. So, I could be upset about that. But at the same time, though, um, I can't because at the end of the day, it all comes down to the person's choice. Is really based on how you persuade their choice. And if you come with the presentation as you explain, most likely they're not going to um, buy or purchase. Or if they do decide to purchase and they get off with that, two things are going to happen. Number one, you're going to think that that's okay and you're mm-hmm. just going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Right? And then secondly, you're really not doing yourself a service because then you miss out on the opportunity to really improve, to really look, okay, well, what can I do to improve my presentation? Right. How can I change um, my perspective to advertise to that person? How could I have gotten that person's attention? Because it's about marketing. Now, I'm going to be honest. <clears throat> I also don't really patronize a lot of um, people who sell plates on Facebook. And I'm going to tell you why. You ready for this? Okay. Because they'll do like a video, right? And I'll be like, oh, that's nice. They advertise it. But then they'll put words up in that video and it'd be like, I'm a boss bitch. Come get this boss bitch food. No. I wouldn't take myself to a restaurant that was corporate and white owned if they were cursing when they were trying to advertise to me. I'm just going to be honest with you. No. So I don't understand why people think that's okay 
to do because you are black owned and now you starting this catering service you still have to be mindful about what you put on facebook yeah it's your facebook that is true right but i as a consumer have the right to decline to patronize you because of how you decide to express yourself right that's fair and again it's all about presentation and what you present and how you present it um I'm going to tell you this, before uh, we did the whole DNG podcast thing, whether y'all realize or not, Dominique is actually a very successful stylist. Or was, you know, she retired I last retired. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She retired from that life, <laughs> but while she was doing it, she, and I may just be capping because she's my wife. Oh, well, so what? That's what I'm supposed to do. I'm a husband. I'm a damn good husband. <laughs> oh, my bad. Nigga. <laughs> we just talked about this. But anyway. You know, we, she did, she always presented herself in a very professional manner and people always wanted to go to her. She was upfront and honest about some things. And at the same time, she really took care of her clients. And that's why some of her clients are still to this day trying to see if she's going to do hair. She's like, no. I'm like, no. I mean, they still reach out to me. Much love to all of my clientele that are listening. Styles by Dami really appreciate you guys. Um, one love, but I ain't coming back. I am done. I've been doing her for a very long time. I, I, I'm done. And I got to raise these children. We got to raise these children. Yep. That's why my beard's like halfway to the ground. <laughs> but you know, the one thing that I take, I know <clears throat> I'm not a perfect person. I'm not saying every, anybody has to be perfect, but you have to learn your audience. Right. And when you learn your audience, you have to be mindful when you're advertising of who you're advertising to. Now, if anybody knows me, and a lot of you motherfuckers don't, and yeah, I'm cussing y'all out. I advertise shit, so I can cuss y'all out right now. But if you did know me, the one thing that I would do, I would spend hours and hours researching who and what I'm trying to advertise to people. And once I feel like I figured that out, then I would look for an angle. Oh, I know there's a holiday coming up. So let me run a special for this holiday. Let me make sure I take pictures with this in mind. Let me make sure the background is mindful. A lot of y'all need to do one simple thing when y'all advertising. I need y'all to wipe the lens off of your, your camera phone, baby. I don't want, I can't see it. I see a glur, and then you got the food, and then it looked like a mouse, maybe a roach, or that might be your fingerprint on the glass. I don't know. Just wipe off the camera lens before you take a picture or video. And be mindful of your background. This is a public service announcement, Dominique. Please make sure to wipe off all lenses before you take a picture or a video and post it on social media. That's right. Please keep in mind to wipe off your lenses and keep mindful of your background. Nobody wants to see dirty dishes or roaches all over your house. Thank you. I mean, what about you, honey? Because, you know, when you started um, uh, your photography page, you know, you, I gave you some pointers, but you figured out some stuff on your own. Yeah, because again, I sat up and do did my own research. Pause. Rewind. Play. I'm not rewinding. Playing with you. <laughs> I was in the middle of thought. You want to do this all boo? But you said it. <laughs> you did research. 
Okay, now press play. I'm only talking because I feel like not because you said press play. Oh, you are so stubborn. Okay, talk because you feel like it, honey. Thank you. Only because I feel like not because you gave me permission. All right, Big Daddy. All right. All right. That right. That right. <laughs> <laughs> but just kind of going back to it, yeah. Um, you know, I had to do research because I'm understanding. Like, when I became a photographer, I decided I'm not going to just sit up and use a camera phone, even though, just to give you a secret, some of the pictures I've taken were actually used a camera phone. I'm just really <laughs> that damn good. But anyway. <laughs> but, no, if I'm going to be using this professional grade camera with these different lenses and having to do all these different features i gotta know how to use it and, and what is the advantage of having this camera because anybody can just go ahead and pick up a camera but unless you actually know what you're doing then you know the pictures are going to turn out as trash so you really yeah. got to understand lighting you got to understand you know your shutter speed and ISO and you know I could really go on this that could be a whole podcast episode by itself but the point of the matter <laughs> is when you're out here doing business you have to really understand what is what it is that you need to do how you present yourself and when you present it um have confidence in it now these ladies probably had the confidence now was it two ladies or was it a man and a woman that that brought you to see the Oh, that was a, it was a, a young lady and a young man. Okay. So they probably had the confidence about it because they were willing to come up to random people. And in this case, random people being you and our daughter, you know, they came up and did that. But the presentation was just all wrong. Right. And honestly, like you said, who in this day and age is listening to CDs? I mean, you kind of forget that you have a CD player in your car. I mean, Dakota, our daughter didn't even know. She said, we do? We have a CD player? She didn't even know, you know, because we're in, a tech, we're in a day and age where technology, you don't really, you stream everything. Like, I remember being at the salon and everybody in the hood know about the CD and DVD man, right? Oh, man, look, listen, you, you, you probably even had your own CD and DVD man. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't come out to the salon that I worked at that often because we were on the rock road. So this guy finally visited after I had been there for three years. He was like, yeah, I ain't got no CD or DVD, man. I was like, sir, we don't need it. We're listening to Pandora. He was like, what's that? I said, huh? <laughs> I said, it's a streaming music service. He said, oh. So where, where the CDs at? I said, it ain't no CDs. It's on it's on the internet. Oh. Well, well, uh. Why y'all ain't got no movies playing? I said, because it's playing Pandora right now. When we're ready to watch movies, it's turned on Netflix. You know, we're in the day and age when you don't need. And right now, we definitely don't need a DVD. Like, any new movie that we want to watch, we got it on the Roku box so we can hook it up. Or or people got it on the uh, the uh, Fire Stick. You know, it's we're in the day and age of technology, you know. So, it's it's kind of outdated. Honestly, you know. So I think, I think to be honest with you, just to, to give them a tip, if they wanted to go out and hand out anything, they should have went on ahead and invested. Instead of spending the money on those discs, they could have spent $10 on Vistaprint and got 500 business cards with his actual social media accounts on it. Yeah. And with his contact information and, and the name of the songs or something, something that would direct people to go to 
something that they could get to or have one of those uh codes the g the generator codes oh on yeah there. The, the, the qb the qr codes yeah like that would to me that's something a little bit more within the times that i would accept from people than a, a cd or something like that okay but I think in a way we're kind of getting wrapped up. So we have to kind of go ahead, backtrack, and go back to the question I posed earlier. Okay. At what point are we actually, what, what point are we kind of crossing that line from empowerment to enablement? Because like we said, because let's say if somebody did give them that money, because mm -hmm. guess what? Because as I explained earlier, now you're enabling them and they think that's the way to still do it. Well, yeah, well, that was an older fella that was walking behind my car when I was trying to leave because they ended up parking right next to me. And they did the same spill on him that they did on me. And he came up because he wants to support black people, I can tell. And he bought the CD for $2. But really, I don't think he, he did anything as a service for them. He didn't help them empower themselves. He, I felt like he was enabling. Yeah. What is your take on it? I think in a way it is enabling. Now, some people that are probably listen to the podcast, listen to the scenario, they'll probably say like, well, y'all can, y'all just hating. Y'all just need to go ahead and support. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you believe, li listen, we are in no way of trying to tell people what to do at all. We're just pr proposing a situation where, you know, you can make the decision if you're in that situation. We're just letting you know our thoughts and our opinion, which is just that. It's our thoughts and opinions. So mm -hmm. don't get on our part. I mean, let's, let's say nobody really got on, on here <laughs> doing that yet. Please listen. But <laughs> but uh, the fact is that, um, you know, people are going to do, they're going to choose what to do in this situation, right? And he probably felt that was empowerment. To me, it, looked, it sounded like enablement. And, you know, the guy could have did something a little bit different. Like you said, we are in the age of social media and and everything you know those vista print cards like you said ten dollars 500 business cards i mean that's that's really a good investment it really is because you know it really could have set a different standard for him instead of just handing out cds you know how many knows he hears a day with them cds but I feel like more people would be willing to take your business card you understand what i mean i i know they will be i had to do it you understand? I did I like I use social media to advertise my hair, but you better believe everywhere I went I had a business card on me somewhere. You know, just here's my business card. You can go to my social media, check out my work, blah 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 blah. You know, and if you're interested, hit me up. But I'm not saying that's the only way to do it, but I think it it would have been a, a, a more of a benefit for them versus how it was presented to me. Right. Okay, and there's another thing when it does come to business that we also point out how the how they present themselves. Like as you brought the example earlier, with people cooking up the food and everything, and the food looks great and everything, but then they're cooking in there, come get some of this boss bitch food, right? right. That's like me making burgers. Say, come get these big ass burgers. Like, you know, <laughs> now some people may respond to that and be like, I want me a big ass burger. Give me some of that big ass burger. But most people be like, no. And it's probably, and, and you know, it will probably be the best burger they ever tasted, but they will never give it the opportunity because of how I just came off and presented it. Yeah. I mean, you're not going, let's just face it, anybody that's going to come up in your face and tell me, so let me get, try, come try this big ass burger, 
You're not well, gonna be you, willing. You're not gonna do it. You're like, it. Nah. no. It's like, okay, I'm gonna. You know, the one thing I want us to re- remain is professional. Like I saw somebody say, it costs thousands and thousands of dollars to go to college to get a business degree, but it only costs fifty five dollars to start an LLC. This statement is very true. I, myself, and Graylin have bachelor's degrees, and we still owe a lot of money for those degrees, right? I ain't paying for that shit. (laughs) But if we did not do the service, do ourselves the service of going to get a business degree, we wouldn't have known the the very uh, essential things of how to continue and maintain a business. Yes, it's very cheap to actually start an LLC. I encourage people that are selling plates on Facebook, um, that are out here doing a thing, get you an LLC. Okay, that's a limited liability company. Go ahead and make it legit, but you got to understand once you get that, you get an EIN number, you're going to have to pay taxes. That is where those business classes come in handy because you get to understand what's beyond getting the LLC. Right. You want to know what that likening is and you know, please forgive me if this is not the best analogy, but it's like <laughs> you know, dog chasing the car. You know, they chase and chase and chase and then they finally catch one. You yeah. don't know what to do with it. Uh, right. <laughs> same thing. Like, yeah, you've been chasing around trying to figure out what's going to work and somebody say, hey, you get 55 files, you start an LLC. You get the LLC, but then what? Right, and then you find, then you get a tax bill, and you like, why they billing me? What what is this? Oh, I don't want no business. I need to cancel. It. No, you know you supposed to you supposed to be able to continue that business and then apply for a business credit uh, account. That's not your personal credit. That's a business credit amount to lend to you for to start your business, and you can actually get more money from having a business credit line then you can't own your personal credit you know is that those classes are very informative yes they cost a lot of fucking money you know we still owe fucking yeah hey shit. listen we not even talk about that you know for me that was like you know a decade ago <laughs> i think the statutes of limitation need to go ahead and run on that and just wipe that clean <laughs> I, I, I wish it would. You know, you could put a statute of limitation on a lot of things, but you want to hold student loan debt over me forever. But that's another topic that's a for whole another podcast. That's a whole another podcast. <laughs> but, you know, um, on all seriousness, like, I would, I, I even told my husband because uh, one of my mom's friends, uh, her daughter owns a bakery. And I didn't get a chance to because my birthday kind of crept up on me, but I wanted to patronize her for um my birthday cake because you know she is a black owned business mogul right now because she her her business is booming with cakes i don't know if she's still booming but it was you know it's hard times out here now i love me some snooks birthday cakes but i was willing to sacrifice and pay her for that cake but it kind of snuck up on me we couldn't put the order in but i'm gonna try to do it all right uh, for my next birthday. I'm going to make sure we get on it ahead of time. Hopefully we ain't dealing with no damn pandemic. Shit. Who want to deal with that? But, you know, there's a lot of uh, black businesses I like to patronize. And then, now, I have a question for you, Graylin. 
All right. Now, I it's a lot of, um, you know, like the, these black business owners or the originators of their businesses. But what about the people who jump on to like a chain business and now they want people to support them because they're black? Is that the same thing? Are you saying like they... They they jump into a chain like let's say if they own a McDonald's franchise is that what you're talking about in that sense? Yeah, or something smaller. Let's say uh, uh, there's this white lady who works uh, doing cold calls and sending out products for Amazon, and she started to hire people under her, and they get to set their own hours, right? So it's like a pyramid scheme. Okay, something like that. But they feel like we should be patronizing them because they black. Do you agree? Mm. Now, th- I mean, I don't know. Because you know that they, they saying they black business owners, right? You get that, right? Yeah. So would you patronize mm. them? Even though they don't really have ownership over that, but they, they believe they do. That's a slippery slope, huh? It is. It is a slippery slope. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting question. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people I've been seeing in different uh, black empowerment groups on Facebook. I own my own business. You need to come and patronize me. I sell insurance. Well, who you sell insurance through? Primerica. You ain't black business owned if you ask me. Yeah, I think that's I think that's where they get it. It's like a loose definition at that point. Yeah, know, because so. that's primarily you just a rep for them, right? Or I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong. So how is how I'm getting it like this? I mean, well, let's take it another way. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's another one. People that's been saying, and uh, some of our older listeners are gonna love this one. You ready? Okay, okay. Avon products. Oh, Mary Kay and stuff. Woo! Oh yeah, yeah. We all know about the Avon. We all know. Everybody that uh or that knows somebody that sold that some Avon, somebody that knows somebody that knows something about it, right? That sold some Avon products or, or Mary slang, Kay. Or Mary Kay, they just out there slanging, still slanging that stuff to this day. <laughs> I would say this: if, if CDs and everything going out of business somehow, that that perf body lotion and perfume that don't work. <laughs> It's still going to sell. That's right. I'm talking about Avon. That shit don't work. I don't know how y'all been able to make business all these years, but, hey, I can't knock the hustle. Hey, they've been doing it. Right. So, I kind of get it in that case. So, I mean, they're still making a living. Right. And that's they're how still they, making a and, living. And that's how they make their living. Mm-hmm. So, I think in the terms of support, even though it's not necessarily owning a business, that is what they chose to make their living. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, it's... They still have to do the same things. Like if if you own the full business, mm-hmm. you know you still have to present yourself. You still gotta, you know, have some sort of professionalism about yourself when you're selling this product. Even if you're not doing it, even if you're doing it kind of like for a chain like a Primerica or like Avon and Mary Kay, you still want to have some sort of, um, you know, etiquette about yourself. You know, build a rapport with the people right. that you're trying to sell that it you're to. Trying to sell. Now, I'm going to give you the, uh, I'm going to play devil's advocate, okay? Because I agree with what you're saying. But do you know there was a whole argument in one of those groups over this? Because it was not a black-owned business. I mean, again, that goes back to it's a, a person's choice. Right. 
at, but at the end of the day, though, you're still kind of supporting that person because that, they still, that's their sale, right? Because you know? that's their sale, and that's helping put money in their pocket, and that's going to help feed their family. So even though it's not necessarily a fully owned black business, you out here doing you know thing for the culture, right? You just slinging products for the quote unquote man. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, you still have to carry yourself like you know that's your business. Because, right, because essentially it, 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 is. it is right. They you you you're your own representative of that company, but you know that's a part of it. Now that's the same thing that goes with uh, car salesmen, right? Uh huh. They might work for the the man, the company, but I see a lot of black guys who are um, basically saying, you know, let me help you purchase your vehicle. Because I'm black. Let's support each other. Right. And you know, and they do a lot of stuff. Like, I think, what's the guy's name? Mike, uh, something that be sending out the calendars and everything. Oh, we should remember his name because he always sends us a calendar every year. Yeah, he always sending out a calendar. But see, even though we ain't win, I mean, it's smart though because what his anytime name, we did, we, his we face decide, you know, we'll know who to go to. Right. And even though they don't necessarily own dealership and everything like that, again, he is still putting in the work right. to get a sale. And he's doing everything he can. He's presenting himself well. He's, you know, building up a poor. You know, they're doing the little things that it takes to make sure to make that money. So... You know, it's still support. I mean, it's still, even though it's not a black-owned business, like it's not like just a created business out of nowhere, you know, they you still want to support them because that's still part of their pay that they use to take care of their family. Okay, so now I'm finna flip it on you. You ready? Well, girl, I just used like most of my words. <laughs> I'm tapping into tomorrow's words That's here. cool, that's cool. So there was a big debate. Also about black owned products. Right? Mm-hmm. That used to be solely black owned, but they were sold to the bigger companies. Like L'Oreal. Do we still support them? I think that just comes down to um... <laughs> Why you hold your head like that though? Because, man, like, you understand, I had to work and talk to people. I used up most of my words for the day, and I'm tapping into tomorrow's words, and you don't hear me say much. So I'm like, why you ain't talking? I used them on the podcast. Well, I'll go ahead and answer your question. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay. Um, I think when it comes to that situation, where um, even though it's not black-owned, right, are you really liking the product because it's only black owned or it's because it was a great quality product? Now, hold on. Okay. So that's that. And that's another thing because then we get so hung up on it being black owned. Are we willing just to accept anything because it's black owned? Sometimes you just got to look at the quality of the product of what they're selling. Okay. So you remember, um, the products, Carol's daughter. No. Okay, so Carol's daughter was started by um, a black girl. Her mother was na- her na- mother's name was Carol, and it was uh, products to help with uh, um, hair. Okay, uh, the, it's like a lot of detangler and shiner and all of that. So 
she got uh, investment money by a lot of rich, famous black celebs to start up, you know, to get it into mainstream, but it, it failed. So to get bailed out from it, she sold it to L'Oreal. Okay. Which is not black owned. All right. So people were arguing in the group about supporting, still supporting the brand, even though she doesn't own it anymore. Okay. And again, that's just one of the things we're just going to debate about. But, you know, it also just brought up just now. So we all know Nick Cannon, right? We all love Nick Cannon. We know Nick Cannon. I ain't going to say love him, but we know Nick Cannon, right? Yeah. You know, so remember, he didn't own Wild and Out. You know, Viacom has it, even though he yeah. created it. But I've been reading some but, different stories about it. It said that he did own it and then he sold so it he to so, him. He sold it, but they still let him keep creative control. So it was still under him, but now he's suing to get it back. So we still supported it, even though it wasn't, I mean, it's still a theory on it. We don't know all the details, but let's just say for just a second of this conversation. Okay. Let's say it's confirmed he did sell it to them. And he he didn't own it anymore, but he still had creative control. Right. We still supported it because we knew Nick Cannon was behind it. We still watched. We still supported it. Everything in that nature. So as long as, I think in some cases, as long as there is a black hand with it or um, I'm trying to avoid this term, black face. Oh. Okay, don't use that term. (laughs) No, I'm not going to use that. But that's the same thing with... uh, uh, Rockaware. So Jay Z had to put that up in order for him to acquire title. Yeah. So he does not fully like own it, but he still owns majority of the shares. So he's a majority owner. I mean, he's he still owns it. He still owns it. But I saw somebody posted the other day, and it was a I think it was a Farrakhan video. And it was saying to stop buying it because it's not black owned anymore, but he still owns it. Right. And then you also have to look at, at things like, do we fully own anything really? Well, that's true. Cause shit. <laughs> I mean, let's just be for real. I mean, and hell, even white businesses, like you just look at white businesses. Like I'll just give this example. And um, if y'all don't know this about me, I'm a big wrestling fan. Right? Yes, he is. We're going to do a segment on wrestling next time. One day. But we'll see. Okay. But just going back to this. So, um, World Wrestling Entertainment, or WWE, owned by Vince McMahon. It was a family-owned company for years. hmm Then they went public some 20-odd years ago. hmm Right? Vince McMahon is not fully owned by that family no more. He's just right, the majority it, stockholder. Right. Because they opened it up as a public-traded company. Right. So, even though... His hand ain't fully all the way in it. I mean, he's still the majority owner. owner. So nobody can overthrow him. That's the point. <laughs> like when you become a, when you, okay. So when you become big and people want to be a part of your brand, if you want to make more money, it has to become a public traded company, which means that you would have a, a, a board of investors and shareholders. Okay. Now, if you want to remain in control of your company, you need to own majority of those shares. So whatever amount that your company uh, is saying that it's going to cost for you to actually 
purchase a share, you need to make sure that you have majority of the shares. So whatever it is that you want to happen in that company, your voice is heard over everything. But when you open it up as a public traded company with shareholders and boards and investors and everything, they have a say so too. Yep. So that means that it ain't just your business, but you cannot grow alone. You have to open it up for others. So I think that we can end on this note. All right. I think that today we decided to talk about something that was very important, which is supporting each other's business. I'm not even just going to say black businesses because there's a lot of black people who work for white companies that are independent contractors that we still need to support. Right. So I'm just going to say that we had a very great conversation on how to support business. And if you are a business owner, how to actually attract uh clientele. Okay. And I'm just going to ask this to me, you know, and sometimes support does not always equal monetary. Yes, right. we want monetary. We yes. love monetary uh-huh. yep. because, you know, you could, you know, monetary, you know, is great. Right. But, you know, sometimes it just takes just, you know, spreading the word or getting on, sharing the page or liking a post. You yeah. know, those things mean a lot, too, you know, when you're doing this. You know, like I do this photography thing mm-hmm. and, you know, I'll share the post like on my personal page and any groups that I'm in. Right. Okay. You know, I'll share the shelves some pictures. Um, but, um, you know, there are times where I don't get those, those likes or anything, mm-hmm. but you know, I can't get wrapped up into that because, you know, I see the views. I know people see it. Right. And if they want to support, you know, you can, if you don't, that's fine. That's your choice. And I feel like that's how people need to look at it. I think we get so wrapped up into, trying to make it work mm-hmm. that we get angry when people don't want don't want to support right and we get frustrated and we end up projecting that anger out and sometimes a lot of that does come from frustration yeah that is so, true because if you're putting your all into something and it does not work out you can get really overwhelmed and frustrated you know because you are doing all that you think that you can at every angle you're posting you're finding different ways to advertise, you're researching, but you're not reaping the benefits. The only thing you ain't winning and did is go up to every motherfucker you see and say, hey, patronize me, you know? Let me take your picture. <laughs> it can be overwhelming, but when it's time for it to pay off, it will pay off, you know? There is a light at the end of the tunnel, but the most important lesson that I really wanted us to end on is that we all need each other. We need each other in order for us to prosper and move further. You cannot build a bridge single-handedly alone. You need many of people to be on your team and on your squad, but that's not to use people for their talent, but to actually build together with one another. Yep. And I couldn't have ended it no better than that. So um, on that note, we're going to go ahead and call it a night. Please listen. You know, since we're talking about support, please listen and subscribe. Um, not only listen to us on Anchor, but also on Apple Podcasts. If you're an Apple person, with that away. We already did that. And uh, on wherever you hear your podcasts. We're working on Spotify. So for those Spotify people, no, we're not. God damn it. <laughs> We're going. Bye. <laughs>